With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. So in the second to last game of the regular season, the Golden State Warriors blew a big lead, but held onto it versus the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. You know, for this final 10-game stretch, when the Warriors weren't looking too good, they just lost to Orlando in Orlando. And I had hoped that they would come out of the final 10, 5-5. and five. Right now, they are 5-4. and four playing New Orleans on Sunday. They could come out of the 6-4, and four, which would be fantastic. I've said out of these final three games, if they went 2-1, and one, I'd be happy as long as that one loss wasn't like some terrible, terrible loss in terms of just like the way they played. And I'll be honest, like if they lost this game, I don't know if it would have been like a terrible loss, but it would have been a bad loss. You know what I mean? Having such a big lead and then just coughing it up again because, you know, we had seen that from this team so much just a few weeks ago, right? So you wouldn't want those vibes creeping back in, even, even if you knew that you were like down a bunch of your players. You know, you want to know that you're in control. And plus... The Spurs, they were sitting like four of their starters, so they weren't necessarily full strength either. Takeaways from this one, bottom line is the Warriors have to find a way. Steve Kerr has to find a way to play Jonathan Kaminga. We all know this. I've talked about this ad nauseum. I've talked about Jonathan Kaminga for over a year, you know, even when he was in the G League. He just brings such a different vibe to this team. And that older lineup of like Andre Godala, Otto Porter Jr., Nemanja Bielitsa, and then throwing in Wiggins, and then Gary Payton II. That's fine. They're vets. They're solid. But against certain teams, you're going to need a little, you know, flexibility. He did a lot of great things. I mean, his free throw stroke is just smooth as hell and he hit both of his three point shots so overall in 22 minutes he was six for eight two for two from three four for four from the line four boards two assists two steals five fouls a lot of those were kind of bs calls in my opinion towards the end of the game as the spurs were making their run but he ended up with 18 points and that's something he i mean basically he's like hey steve kerr play me you know Again, this was against the Spurs' second and third string or whatever, but you just see how he just pops off of the screen, you know? He's going to have a big coming out party in the playoffs, I think, you know, especially if the Warriors have a decent run deep into the playoffs. He just does things that other guys can't do. And the fact that he is hitting his shot from all over, that's huge. You know, tonight he took... Zach Collins off the bounce on the right baseline and hit a pull-up mid-range jumper. Solid. I talked about that in the last game. If he can get that going, that's going to be very, very tough to beat, right? Because he can beat you off the dribble and he can take you to the rim. And if he can start pulling up, then it's over. And if his three-point shot is falling like it was tonight, then that's exactly what scoring at all three levels means. 
So if he's 19 years old, scoring at all three levels right now, obviously he'll have more consistency next season. And his basic understanding and instincts for the game will be even more improved. Then I like that. I like that a lot. And also, just for the future of this franchise, man, get that kid some playoff minutes, you know? I mean, Kaminga can get you buckets. It's great when you see sets where they give Kaminga the ball on the wing and then they clear out and they let him do his thing, either going baseline or getting into the lane and doing his pump fake going over guys. So I look forward to seeing hopefully a decent dose of that in the playoffs going forward. And his points were needed because Jordan Poole, in his 34 minutes, only shot three for 19. One for 11 from three. You, yuck. But he was 11 for 11 from the line, six boards, eight assists, plus eight, 18 points. Now, the best thing about that, I don't care that he shot poorly. The best thing was that he never quit. He put his head down and he kept doing what he needed to do to get the win. He attacked the rim. He got 11 free throws. And if we go back to the beginning of the season, I would say in like, Jordan Poole is the one guy at that point who could get to the basket and get free throws when you need them. And that's exactly what they needed him to do at the very end. This is a game where Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, everybody was clanking threes as the Spurs were creeping closer and closer. And in that situation, you need somebody to stop the bleeding, put a pause on the game and get easy buckets. And he nailed all four of his free throws. And I just think it's such a luxury when you take a step back that the Warriors have two guys in Steph and Jordan Poole, who are the two best free throw shooters percentage-wise in the NBA this year, to close out games, right? We're so used to Steph getting the ball and getting fouled, but now you're going to have to deal with Jordan Poole as another guy who's just automatic. And then, of course, you'll throw someone like Clay Thompson in there in the closing lineup. And those are a bunch of dudes that if you have to foul them, then that does not bode well for the other team. The thing about Jordan Poole also is that, you know, he's not pouting when he's not shooting well. During the stretch when he was coming off the bench and he wasn't hitting his shot, he would kind of get lost. He wouldn't play great defense. He would be low energy, but we're not seeing that anymore. We're seeing a guy who is doing what he can to help a team win, whether it's hitting open dudes or getting to the line and and nailing your free throws or even just jacking up shots, hoping that eventually you'll heat up. So I've said all season long, and we saw it actually towards the end of last season, Jordan Poole is not afraid, and that is exactly the kind of guy that you want to see on your team in the postseason. And to take a step back, Jonathan Kaminga is that kind of guy too. You could see how upset he was getting with some of these foul calls. And you love to see that. It's the competitiveness. He wants the ball and he wants to do well and he wants to win. Andrew Wiggins, he gave us a five for 13 night, two for seven from three, only three for eight from the free throw line, 15 points. Now I bring him up because, man, he's such a bad free throw shooter right now. And I'm pretty sure that he will cost the Warriors at least one game with his free throw shooting. Somehow, some way. To me, it's like guaranteed. There's going to be a time where he gets fouled and he's just going to miss. Or there's going to be a team out there that's going to foul him intentionally. Like hack a loony, you know? It's going to be a hack of Wiggins. And you know that'll mess with his head a little bit. I hope it doesn't happen. But, you know, maybe that's just a pessimistic thought on my part. But I feel like there's just so many times where he walks up there and it's like, you're just hoping he makes one. 
The NBA playoffs mean next-level basketball. Get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You clinch a win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, for each day of the play-in, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the play-in tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If the Warriors lost this game, I would have thought of it as kind of a bad loss, but overall, they seem to be playing better. You know, (laughs) they're more locked in. Draymond looks a little bit more like Draymond. He shot six for 10, 12 points, 13 boards, eight assists. Again, against the Spurs' second and third stringers, but I'll take it. I'll take that for sure. And that's all you hope for. You hope for these guys to start looking like they're sharpening their knives and getting ready for the playoffs, whomever they face. I mean, even Andre Godala, his stats are never that great. He was minus four on the night, one for three overall, 0 for two from three, one out of two free throws, three boards, but he looks good out there physically. You know, I think for a 38-year-old, you just want to make sure that he doesn't get hurt going into the playoffs and that he is able to, you know, like you could tell, he's just trying to get his body right. And when it comes down to it, the intensity of the playoffs, he'll take it up another level, you know, and Honestly, like Nemanja Bielitsa, hey, Steve Kerr, credit to sticking with this guy, I guess. 16 minutes, three for six overall, two for three from three, and hit all four of his free throws, 12 points. Okay. Like I said last week, if he can bring this, cool. Play the guy, you know? He's been taking his three-point shot which was the biggest gripe a lot of people had with him before was that he would fake the three, drive and kick it and be a turnover or something. And as a stretch big, if he's not stretching the floor by shooting the ball, then what is he doing? So if he gives you this, then cool, great, happy. Anyway, the Warriors have one more game, the final game against the New Orleans Pelicans on Sunday. And Clay Thompson's going to play in that one. Otto Porter Jr., Andre Godala, and maybe Draymond will sit that one. We'll see. It's good to see that all those guys are still healthy. You know, I mentioned in the last episode that some of those dudes like Wiggins, Poole, and Draymond. They had a couple little mishaps against the Lakers. I fully expect the Warriors to take this game. I think there's pride, especially if Clay's playing, that he doesn't want to lose the final game, you know? And, you know, the thing about Clay too, is like everybody is talking about how he's starting to round into shape. It makes sense, you know? We all thought he was starting to look better until he had that illness a month ago. And then he had up and down games without Steph, trying to get used to pool, trying to get used to all this other stuff. So, you know, giving it some time, when you take a step back, it's kind of the natural flow of things, right? That illness interrupted his progress. It seemed to take a while for him to get back up to speed, both physically, mentally, and just like his conditioning again. So if he's peaking, I like it. Anyway, overall, some positives. And that's all you got to take from this. The Warriors are starting to look like the Warriors a little bit, at least in stretches. And it's been good to have these really not so good teams in this final, final week and weekend. Anyway, 
that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our new YouTube channel. The link will be in the show notes. Be sure to check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you can, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts. And also leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Thanks for listening. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. Go Dubs.